Hello and welcome to the Urban Fresh podcast, where we interview missionaries from around the globe. I'm your host, Tanisha Knight, and I'm so glad you could join us. This is part two of the interview with evangelist Barbara Pittman out of Jacksonville, Florida. Enjoy. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she passed away about two years ago. She was in Alaska, her and her husband. He was in the military. And Thanksgiving Day, she called me and said, Mama, tell me how to make that sweet potato pie. So I gave her the recipe and I was walking her through it. And she said, you know what? You should come. Oh, it's beautiful here. You should come and visit. Mm. As soon as she spoke that, the Lord said, go. Wow. Look around. Did, did anybody else hear that? You know, I know they did. I know they did. But look, I started giving all my stuff away. Yeah. I had two bands, a brand new 2000, and this was in November of 2000. I started giving all my stuff away. Wow. I had a 1985 celebrity, I think that's a Ford or Chevrolet car. Gave it all away. Wow. Clothes. When, look, for that, though, I didn't know how I would get to Alaska. She kept saying, well, I'm going to look up the ticket. I'm going to see, because I get a military discount. I want to take some men to work in my brand new van, because I work for the labor pool. On the way back, a big, long, flatbed truck come right over on the driver's side. Never touched me. Never touched the driver's door. No, no, no. That was the passenger side. I'm looking crazy. I'm like, what's going on? So I go across the street. The police come. He said, ma'am, pull across the street. I pull across the street. When he first talked to the truck driver, the truck driver said, I'm so sorry. I didn't see her. So I pulled over on her. When his got there, he tried to change the story. The police said, no, no, no. I know what you told me. And he went over there and picked some glass that he had broken on my a light mm -hmm. and threw it on the ground and he said when you go to court you tell the judge what I did I'm like to myself what did he do throw some red glass on the ground the company was so good to me the, the claims adjuster came the same day two days later I had a $3,000 check Hello. Take, your, take your band down there and repair it two days later another $6,000 check Two days later, another $3,000 check. So I called the adjuster. I said, well, I, I've got this money and I'm going to pay. <clears throat> as soon as they called me to pick the van up, I'll pay for it. He said, no, we paid for the repairs on the van. That, that's for your suffering. I knew that scared you almost to death. Oh. Like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so look. Money to go to Alaska. In this place where I was living, I ministered even to the top, mm. the head person. And she didn't believe. So she was sitting in the office one day. And her and a bunch of counselors was together. And I went down there. And she said, uh, how you doing? I said, I'm doing all right. They put a crazy lady in the room with me. Yeah. This is at a women's shelter. They put a, I had all of this stuff 
two vans and a car and living in a women's shelter. Ooh, Not because I had to, right. but that's where the assignment was. Yes. Work there. So look, they put the crazy lady in there. And uh this person would say, Oh, I wouldn't sleep with her in my room. I said, Honey, I'm gonna sleep like a baby. Because mm-hmm. it's within me that he that is in the work. The lady left. Nobody knew where she went to. Mm. So the head top lady was sitting, you know, in the office with the counselors and everything. And I spoke to her. She halfway spoke back. And this is what the lady said of one one of the counselors. She said, well, Barbara, do you know what happened to your roommate? I said, I really don't know. I, I really haven't thought on it. I said, but there was demons in there. Because demons was in that woman. Yes. And you wasn't scared. I said, no, I went to sleep. I ain't have time for her. And them, they weren't going to do nothing to me. Mm. So the, lady, the head lady, she said, yeah, I put her in the room with you because they said you had such great power in God. I wanted to see. Oh, she said, she's gone. I said, yeah, she's gone. I said, and you have cancer and you've been to the doctor. I said, and you've been keeping it a secret. I said, but if the cat is out the back. I said, but God told me to tell you, if you repent here, heal your body. Oh, oh, oh. I guess she did. <laughs> yeah, you need the holler. Don't you play with God. Don't play with him. He's not the one. It's, it's not about me. The lady that was over my case, she said this to me. She said, I didn't know what God was going to do for you. Mm. She said, but honey, I was sitting back waiting to see the move of God for you. She said, woman, you going to Alaska? Mm. I said, yeah. She said, nobody else in here have exciting news like that. You know that's God. She had her daughter calling me. I was not supposed to be in contact with none of her relatives. So she was a counselor there. Yes. her daughter calling me and sister Barbara you're talking about some book of acts stuff yes yes so with that particular did you get that in a vision or was that God impressing that idea on you that God speaking on the spot oh my out off the press direct from heaven oh my straight out my mouth I have nothing to do with it Hey, hey, Gloria, I feel the spirit of the Lord move. I had nothing to do with that. That wasn't my business. Yes. But he let her know. Yes. You tried to put her in the room to test me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many things happened that a chaplain that he was one of them, uh, what I call a little quiet dead ministry. Mm. And he, you know, he didn't get excited about God or, Crazy. He just had a job as chaplain. And when I would try to say something, he would try to cut me down. Hmm. And the Lord let me know, shut up. Sit back. Just shut up. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. All of a sudden, he come down sick. He couldn't come no more. He couldn't show up no more. But I could. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because what God wanted to do is impress the people to have faith. That's right. Listen, the beginning to know him is wisdom. Mm-hmm. And this is how you become wise. 
you believe. Mm. Those of us that come to him, we must believe that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes. So he wanted me to impress this on the people. If you'll believe me, I'll show up. Mm-hmm. If you'll believe me, I'll do what you need mm-hmm. me to do. And you will know that it is me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 9-11 happened while I was there. And I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. We'll kill him. We'll this, we'll that. I was like, some of my boss called me and he said, hey, listen here. They done blowed up the trade. They're coming on in America to kill all us. <laughs> oh, boy. I said, well, I don't think so, but it'll be okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. So many things. Many things. One of the things you mentioned this a while ago when you were um, starting to talk about your job, the job for 34 years, I actually have it here. Um, for those of us like myself struggling to stay in a job for four years, how did you manage to stay, uh, in your words, with a crazy boss for 34 years? Eva, listen. Eva, yes. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving. Hey, the favor of Almighty God, because this is what happened. I went there to to, to drive some people to work, to, to help him out. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be for one afternoon. And he paid me quite handsome for it. So I took these men out. And when I come back in, he said, hey, you need a job? I said, yeah, I could use a job. He said, okay, be here in the morning. But I need you to be here at five o'clock. And during this time, I wasn't saved yet now. So during this time, I had a boyfriend. And I lived, we lived together. Mm -hmm. So I took him. He got a job across the street. And at night, he went to Winn-Dixie Warehouse to work. Mm. Man here, he brought me into the office with his sister and his neighbor. And he made me a paid companion. I really do no work. Every day at 11 o'clock, we went to lunch together. We would ride through the city and sing out the window to people. <laughs> All kind of God. I led him to the Lord. Oh. After, yeah. Oh, he was just too much to bear. Oh, he was just too much to bear. But he loved me. Yes, yes. Really did love me. Yes, yes. And his mother told me this. She said, you know what? Because he, he was gay. He was yes. a homosexual. Yes. So his mother said, um, if he wasn't the way he is, he would marry you. Yeah. She's make the world of you. Wow. And he would cuss me out yes. and all kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I, he, but you didn't do it. I said, no, I did not do it. But you should have did it. I said, and yes, I should have. Mm-hmm. And why did you do it? I said, well, I probably was on the phone. Yeah. He's like, well, this is not your house. You don't, this, this not where you hang out on the phone. I need my work done. I started collecting money where the, um, we called it an agent report where the, the people haven't paid in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I got that and I started calling and the people started paying and he liked that. And then he, he liked the fact that I was, I was outspoken mm-hmm. and wasn't afraid of nothing. You hear me? So he liked it that. Take these men to work, all men. It might be five men, and I'm the only woman, and I'm driving. 
He said, you know, you are crazy too. I said, what? He said, you just jump in the car and take them me in the world. Don't give it a second thought. They could kill you or anything. I said, it's my job. And they're not going to stop me from making this money. Mm. So we would laugh and all of this. But 34 years off and on. Yes. He was my best friend. He bought my children Christmas. Mm. I had a son to get shot. Mm. There. I mean, he came from the beach like that. Mm-hmm. So, and anything I need, I could go to him. Hey, I need food. I need clothes. My kids need medicine. Whatever it was that he could do to be a blessing to me. To you. The only problem with him was he had a really soft heart. Mm. that he often gave to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. He gave to people he thought loved him, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. They only used mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But, um... We we really still in touch now. He lives in Savannah. That's good. That's good. And I'm in touch, yeah, with his sister. It's it's very encouraging to hear that God can deliver people from anything, and anything. Uh, you know, um, including homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, thank mm-hmm. God. So I know we mentioned that you've ministered in a few cities. You're now in Jacksonville, and you've given us some stories about the places you've been to. Um, what brought you back to, to, to Florida, to Jacksonville in particular? Well, when I got to Alaska, I ended up with a ministry. Mm-hmm. I worked for drug and alcohol treatment at this women's center. I met the head lady over the center by accident. Mm. And I cooked and she got to taste the fried chicken and we got to talk. And so she said, you know what? I said, what? She said, you are a very beautiful person. She said, and from this day forward, I'm going to look out for you. Wow. Same. You know what that, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Look out for me. I need it. Yes. So I lived on a place called Fort Wainwright and they had a ski lodge. And I told her, I said, you like skiing? She said, I love it. I said, well, I can get you on the lodge. And you can go in the lodge. I said, and you can go skiing as much as you want. She said, okay. She said, and this is what I'm going to make you a floater. She said, anywhere we short on people, I'm going to put you there. She took me from place to place to place. So look, at the women's shelter that I worked, there was this young lady there. And she had some really nice feet. Mm-hmm. Who do your feet? She said, oh, this lady, I go to her house. I said, well, can you hook me up with her? Not knowing God had a purpose and a plan. Yes. Didn't I tell you trial and error come in there too now? Yes, yes. So when I meet this lady, it was strange. She said she lived right around the corner from me. She sent her son to come and walk me back to her house. Mm-hmm. When I got there, she was all excited to meet me. But on the phone, before I got to meet her, I was talking to her and God told me what to tell her about children because she wanted children. When I, by the time I got to that woman's house, she was excited. She did my feet. Oh, and then she invited me again, but she invited me out for breakfast. She said, I just want to talk to you. I just, I just never met nobody like you. I said, okay. So the Lord said, go. Yes. Breakfast. But her husband told her, hey, don't cook nothing for that woman in here. Don't you cook no food for her. Take that woman out to a professional restaurant. 
She said, yes, that's what he told me. And right today, me and him, good friends today. Well, they was getting ready to leave and find out they was from Mayport Beach, mm -hmm. which is about maybe 30 minutes from Jacksonville, mm -hmm. if that. And she said, you know, the Lord told me to tell you this. I'm your armor bearer. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about that. Because, see, when I hear armor bearer, I always think of flunky. I said, you can be my administrator. She said, okay. She said, and the Lord told me to tell you the name is Freedom Doors Ministry. Wow. As soon as she said it, it caught in my spirit. Yes. She drove on back. Everywhere they stopped, she would call me and let me know how far they was back to Florida. Because they drove out of Alaska mm -hmm. back to Florida. They had all that California to go through, all that Texas. Mm. So... About a year later, I was able to come back. I had an accident up down the ice. And it, it's just so much to it. It was just so strange. Mm. The company filed workman comp for me. Mm -hmm. I never had to file. So one day, after all of that was over with and they diagnosed my knee, they let me went back and do light duty. Mm -hmm. so I was down at one house for the runaway children. Oh, I could tell you something. Yeah. And then I, w I went down to the administration building, which was down the street. So a lot of the ladies at work was down there. And I went out back and I sat on the back and there was this white young lady. She said, I'm going home. I said, are you? She said, yeah, I'm going home. The Lord spoke to me and said, you can go home too if you want to. Mm. I looked at her. I said, and I'm going home too. She didn't believe me. Yeah. So she went in the kitchen and told everybody, Barbara say she going home. They said, if you try to leave, we'll kill you. I said, well, I guess I'm going to go home dead because I'm sure going. They had a huge staff meeting. And this pastor I knew, Pastor Blackburn, he was in the meeting. When, when my daughter and I saw him, we got all excited. And he just sat down humble. Yeah. So look, Let's say that was on a Thursday. By the next Thursday, they had closed the center. Yeah. Wow. They was closed. Do you hear me? Wow. They was closing it. I had to go. Wow. I didn't have to leave Alaska. Yes. But God opened the door for yes. me to go home. Yes. This daughter, not married daughter, this daughter that's here now, she wanted to come home with me. Mm-hmm. And we was trying to figure out how we was going to get home. Well, there was a, 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 a white godson. And I called him and he said, Oh, I got Alaskan air miles. All you got to do, mama, is ask for the miles and get on the plane and come on. <laughs> so we got out of there. Yeah. I gave everything I had away. Away. A second time for the second time. <laughs> plenty of times. Plenty of times. Uh -huh, okay. Because he, he, he taught me never be beholden to nothing but me. I'm the way. The truth yes. and the life. Yes, yes. Anything you need, I can supply. Yes. yes. So, and then I gave everything to the church. Mm -hmm. I was going to the to Simon First Simon Christian Fellowship Church. Mm -hmm. They spoke Simon. I spoke English. Yes. The wife, uh, she spoke English. The first time I went to that church there, oh my goodness, we got caught up. We were sitting next to each other. And they was having praise and worship. 
our praise and worship wasn't the same as theirs. You know, the, the, the members and the, even the pastor, mm-hmm. because they were thinking on other things. But we, we just thinking on the goodness of the Lord and how he brought us together. And I was able to come to the church and Hongs went to all my, and it was like electricity shooting from her to me, her to me, her to, oh, it was beautiful. Mm, mm. I had a hundred dollar bill and I was saving it. I didn't know what for, but I couldn't spend it. The Lord told me to go come home, get the hundred dollar bill and all this stuff I had bought the giveaway for gift. I didn't know who to right. take it all to the church. I gave her the hundred dollar bill. Took the stuff to the church and they had a baby boy. His name was Tuba. And I said, now this is for Tuba. And she like, what? I said, well, the Lord told me to give it. The Lord used me in that just one time to prophesy. Mm. After that, every Wednesday and every Sunday, they had me coming. Wow. Trial and error. Mm. I went to the Lord. Now he used me because it wasn't me and I knew it. But I go to him, I said, well, Lord, is this me? This too much. I've never been in one place this long. He didn't say a word. Where's the Sunday? I went right back over there. Mm. Where's the Sunday? Right back over there. He was blessing me right and left. Bless. But see, I'm, I'm not like most people. I don't really look at the money. Mm. I just have to make my calling and election sure. I have to know that. This is God that's using me and not thinking I'm using myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it because the people ask me, yes. but I'm doing it because this is what God is sending me to do. Amen. So I come out of there, up and down the road, Georgia, uh, Florida, Alabama, back to Georgia, Clearwater, just everywhere. But a minister mm-hmm. who I call, there's somebody that need a word from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So he used me in that way. And then I'm, people invite me to come. So mm-hmm. I'm going and I'm teaching and I'm preaching and I'm feeding the hungry and I'm doing this, going to see about the sick, the elderly, yes. yeah. all of this. Children without mothers or fathers, the foster kids. I'm just everywhere. Mm-hmm. All over to the missions. Yes. Where hungry people, poor people go, uh, homeless people go. I'm all over there. Over there. And, and people telling me, be careful because those people have hepatitis. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It'll never no calamity oh, shall yeah. come down. Yes, yes. Come to do the will of mm-hmm. him that's mm-hmm. Amen. That's encouraging. Where where we are, uh, it's an area where uh when you say the city, not a lot of people are speak favorably of it, right? And so you live in where? Mm. I had one person after we were in New York at one point, we moved after we moved here, I went back to the church I used to go to, told a brother uh, where we were living now. He said, if that was the last place on earth, I would never <laughs> live there. <laughs> well, let's just say that did not encourage me, but God is faithful. I also had a police officer tell me, pull up by the, by my, uh, almost by my front door, because I was outside, I think, cleaning. And he goes, why did you move here? Not quoting him directly, but this was the attitude. Why did you move here? Sell your house and go back to where you're coming from. Basically, that's what you said. And he said, oh, you know, uh, this, this place is awful. If we had a Republican mayor, it would be better. But, and I, and I, I felt as though I felt initially I felt discouraged, but I also felt the spirit telling me, don't listen to him. 
He's not in charge. In charge. Okay. The mayor is not in charge. I'm in charge. And if this is where I'm put, placing you now, you're going to be yes. all right. So yes. we're, let we're me, learning. Let me, show this. Mm-hmm. let me share this real quick, yes. as quickly as possible. I lived in government housing and one of the worst projects there is in Jacksonville. Yes, ma'am. It's called Hilltop Village. Yes. I didn't understand. The police come to me and he said, ma'am, you're not scared to stay in here? Yes. I said, listen. And I told him what, what I had to tell him. He said, all right, ma'am. Yes. After that, look, God sent police. I started cooking. One police tell another, and they all started coming. Even a sergeant come to eat the food. Wow. Was this at a restaurant? Okay, go ahead. No, it's just the government apartment. Ah. I go out of town to preach and come back. They, the police sitting by the dumpster waiting on me. <laughs> Where you been? <laughs> I said I had to go out of town. For what? I said, hold up. Wait, wait, wait now. I said, this is my business. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what you got in there to eat? I said, I don't have nothing. I just got home. I didn't cook nothing. <laughs> she just got here. Uh-oh. I said, y'all been watching my house. He said, yeah, we've been waiting on you to come because Sarge hungry. Oh. I said, well, Sarge better go to Popeye's or McDonald's or somewhere and get him something to eat, nothing in here. He let me talk to her. <laughs> hey, ma'am. I said, hey, sir. I'll be on Ryan after a while. How long is it going to take you? I said, it's not going to take me. I'm not cooking. I'm not cooking. Well, I'll be on over there tomorrow then. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the free lunch program open yes. to feed the children. Mm-hmm. All kind of things. Christmas come, Thanksgiving, God was just throwing. I had one man to give me $1,500 to buy food for the project for Christmas. Wow. I had enough to buy some gifts. Yes. I could tell you so many things. But people told me to get up out of there. You in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. What you doing in mm-hmm. here? Look, I went to the rent office, to the rental office to talk to the lady about something, met the management. I go about what I needed to do. God used my mouth, go up in her business, all through it, around it. <laughs> then the other two ladies went up in their business. That was a new lady came. He went up in her business. These people work for her. They looking at, I didn't have no more problems with nobody in wow, there. Wow, wow. The angels of the Lord come and swept it clean. Yes. You used to couldn't walk through there late at night. Oh, mm-hmm. When God got through, I could walk anywhere I wanted, never worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. I became a candy lady, cooking and baking. In the summer, I fed the children uh, chicken yes. and, and a roll. In the winter, soup, chili, cornbread. God was amazing. Yes. Don't move. Don't go nowhere. Yes. Not 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 long from now, God is opening a door for you to get out. Yes. Not long from now. Yes. But you got to wait until your work is done. Yes. Yes. There's a ministry that's going to birth from where you are, mm. a ministry. Mm-hmm. And these are going to be the type, hey, Sha, hey, God, huh. These are going to be the kind of people that come to your ministry. Yes. Because they're going to be in dire need. They're going to be in dire straits. Yes. And you'll be able not to be afraid of them mm-hmm. because you lived around. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Sis, Thank I you. think we have about nine minutes remaining. But I tell okay. you what, I'm going to, I might have to have you come back, sis. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. But let me see. If I could, yes. Thank you so much. Let me see. Let's talk about 
I made up this word, Moses-itis, right? Or Moses-isis, whatever. There's this idea that, you know how Moses was being called? He never quite felt qualified. Do you feel even now or ever feel unqualified for the calling? Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. How do you I'm work right. with that? How do you work or overcome that? Obedience is better. Yes. Obedience is better. Because I don't, for what he did. Yes. I don't feel like I deserve it. Yes. 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 And he has spoiled me rotten. He has spoiled me because yes, yes. If I asked for something, he give it. Yes. And I just don't feel like I'm doing enough, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Because he has been good to me. And yes. some days I don't feel like I'm that person. I don't feel like I'm that Apostle Paul. But then when I look back at my past, where I come from. Yes, yes. And yes. that's what he do. He changed the hearts of men. But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. So he made me over again so that I could do the work. Yes. He took me through the training himself mm -hmm. so that I could do the work. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Somebody just, it just excites me and yes. the spirit of the Lord touched me through the excitement yes. because I know nobody but him. Amen. I, I hear mm. that every time you speak, I hear sometimes you're talking just like how you just went off a while ago and gave thanks to God. I hear that. It's you. Yeah. I, I feel that in my spirit. Looking back, you're looking back and saying, oh, how good has God been to me? He brought me from mm. a, well, he brought me a mighty long way. Yes, what yeah. what has been your hardest challenge in ministry? And and I I, I want to talk about maybe just one more thing before you go. I definitely want you to tell people uh how to how we can get in touch with you. And I will definitely put that in the show notes too when I post the podcast. But um, what has been your hardest challenge? How are you overcoming that? And uh, hmm, and a verse, a verse that you're meditating on right now that's carrying you through. That would be this, the hardest thing to get through. Yes. It's when you share with people and they don't believe. Mm. It's very hard for me because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, God's for you. He loved you. Yes. But you decide to, to have darkness rather than light. Mm. And so it's, that is very hard some days. Some days it, it make me cry. Some days when I see the way that people say they're ministers or they're preachers or they're saved and then I see the lifestyle, it hurts. Yes. Because I know he suffered for you. Yes. And he made you for his pleasure, but you rather have darkness rather than light. Mm -hmm. Now that's mm -hmm. the hardest mm -hmm. part. But then even in that, I have to trust God. The, the the scripture that comes to mind right this minute would be Proverbs chapter three, verses five through seven. Trust in the Lord mm -hmm. with all that. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. with all thine heart mm. and lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him become the promise and he shall direct thy path be not wise in thine own eyes fear the Lord and depart from evil once you get this going you, it, it, it sounds a lot simple but you got to focus and obey that apply that to your everyday life I've lived that thing since the 80s 
trust in God. Yes. Had some hard days, mm -hmm. but I had to trust God through it all. Yeah. Sis, and again, I'm going to make sure that I'm linking your information in the show notes, Freedom Ministries and um, Jesus in the Morning. As you look yeah. back on your years of ministry, what are the things that maybe when you just started, they, they felt important, but they, they're not important anymore? When I first started off, what I thought was important was to, to try to have a platform like other people. Mm. So I quickly had to learn that's not important. What's important is what I'm doing, not what they're doing, because what they're doing, they're doing it. I'm doing it through you. Pay attention to me. Get your eyes off people. Don't try to impress. Be real. Tell the truth. Amen. Amen. Sis, what do you want your last question? What do you want your contribution to the kingdom to be? And how are you working towards that? What I like to do is bring as many souls to Christ as possible. Mm -hmm. This is what get me up to the mic, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every morning, yes. that I'm hoping to share with the people how to go about to lift up the name of Jesus. Yes. Because if he be lifted up, he will draw. And how for them to be workers in the vineyard, because the harvest is plenteous, but the labels are you. Mm -hmm. And we pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more uh, laborers into the vineyard. But what about the labor he called or chose us for? Yeah. So we have to stay focused yes. and stay on fire for God and put him first in everything. Walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh and just keep your eye on him. Yes. Yeah. Keep your eye on him and he'll lead and guide you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Share with us your information about the... Mm -hmm. Well, oh, but I love Jesus in the morning. I can't help it. <laughs> and Jesus in the morning uh, radio talk show, you can uh, type in uh, www, the three W's dot blogtalkradio.com mm -hmm. forward slash freedom dash doors dash ministries. The call in number is 619 six three nine four six zero nine yeah you can reach me there and for freedom doors ministries you can just write us at freedom freedom doors at yahoo.com freedom doors at yahoo.com and you can get a hold of it very good yeah. and if they, they want to listen to the podcast like i did you go to google podcasts or any other podcast platform i guess and type in jesus in the morning itunes as well are you also now on youtube i heard that you're talking I'm, about I'm going there you're going i'm there. working it okay. out i'm working good. it out yeah <laughs> hey okay. irene irene <laughs> yes yeah, she was able to join us uh, by video yes okay welcome my sister it's nice to meet you yes so, yeah, um, so, very good. Sister Barb, thank you. I feel like we are kindred spirits. And of course we are because yeah. we have the same Holy Spirit. And thank yeah. you so much. I love you. Sister Irene, love you too. I'm just meeting both of you, but thank you so much uh, for being here. And uh, I look for, I hope, hopefully this is not the last time we talk. I really yes. would like to us to connect another in another um, way. But thank yes. you so well, much. Look, yes. You have my information. Yes. You have that personal email address. Very good. Try me. And I'll send you my number as well because I have your number. Okay, very good. 
because I come north sometimes, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia. Uh So anytime I'm coming that way, I'll be in contact too. Very good. I would love to meet you in person. So um, thank you so much again and God bless you. We'll talk. God bless you. Sis, I will make sure that you have access to this. You can also post that on your um, uh, websites or your blog or whatever, wherever you want to put it. I'll make sure when when it's edited, you, you get a copy. Okay. All right. All right. Thank God bless you. Thank you. So bye bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye <laughs> bye. Bye. God bless you. Oh, this. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that this episode encourages you to do whatever the Lord is calling you to. This is Tanisha. See you in the next episode.